0: Welcome back to the Lawali Life Podcast. I'm so excited to be bringing you these new little mini episodes in between each amazing guest interview this season. If you haven't heard already, these are going to be reflections of mine from my favourite moments of the previous conversation and interview. So you'll either get a story, a tip, a reflection, or both. And I hope you enjoy. The last guest on the podcast was the incredible Anna Grace Taylor. Anna is a spiritual mentor a healer, an angel therapist, an author, a writer and a singer. I had never even come across the work that Anna does until I spoke to her as in how she works specifically with the angelic realm and it's such an interesting eye-opening aspect to healing and spiritual mentorship and work. So I love talking to her and as expected there was some amazing moments where she shared her own experiences of having actually experienced connecting to that in real life so this is what I wanted to reflect on today intuition and those experiences I hope you enjoy So in this interview with Anna, she talks about her first actual experience of having seen and experienced what she describes
1: as a light and an angel in her reality. And then one night when I was 20 years old, I had um, had a really difficult time emotionally. It was probably one of the hardest times I'd had emotionally emotionally. And, um, I started to kind of literally ask for help. I was like, you've got, you know, if there's something out, you know, you really have to help me. And, um, I, I'd actually had a really joyful experience uh, that night. I was really happy. I was very, in fact, I think I've told you this before, but I met Robbie Williams. (laughs) I met Robbie Williams and he at the time was like, you know, I just thought he was the best and I loved it. And he was so kind to me and it was really just a lovely day in what had been a horrendous year for me. And so I think that night, As cliche as it sounds, I just went to bed just feeling all really just grateful and hopeful for the first time in such a long time. And suddenly this huge light appeared in my room, Uh, like golden, pink, really bright, but so loving and so peaceful that every time I think about it, I still can't really put it into words it was completely indescribable and yet the most memorable thing still that I've ever experienced.
0: Anna's story about that moment of that actual experience of connecting to something like that really made me think of two things one was some of my own experiences that I've had like that which I'm going to share with you today which are quite crazy and the other was just how many people perhaps have those experiences but feel like they can't talk about them or have something and feel like they made it up in their minds because that can't possibly be real because of the way that a lot of society has made us think of shutting off that spiritual side that spiritual access and placing such a huge huge value on logic and shutting off actually our innate self you know we are all spiritual beings having a human experience but we come here and we forget that or we allow society to repress that from us and I think it's really interesting that when you hear people tell their stories at these moments when they've actually experienced it this isn't a sort of you know I believe this and I'm making this up in my mind this is like a physical moment when you're wide awake and you physically see something or connect to something that seems so incredible and also crazy at the same time that you will never forget it like that moment that Anna said and I've had two moments of this so the first was after my sister died it was a week a couple of maybe a couple of weeks can't remember a few weeks later or a month later and my family had come to stay her family had come to stay um with us on the way somewhere and my niece was sleeping in my bed that night and she'd gone to bed before me and I was staying up a bit later and she'd asked if she could stay in my room so I was of course so it was her birthday that day and it was the first birthday since her mum died and it was only a few weeks after and I woke up in the middle of the night to her having a nightmare put my arm, rolled over to sort of stroke her and say, you know, all fine. And as I looked up, I woke up and I saw this sort of glowing light and this sort of silhouette of a figure standing directly at the end of her side of the bed, almost looking over her. And I was so overwhelmed. I wasn't scared because it wasn't a scary energy. And I was so overwhelmed by it that I just closed my eyes and rolled over and was like what was that I'm gonna go back to sleep it was my first experience of anything like that and I didn't really understand it you know was it an angel was it my sister I didn't know but it was a hundred percent real and a hundred percent you know in that physical moment it wasn't in my imagination so that was my first experience of it and I didn't tell people about it for years and probably because I thought no one would no one would believe me which again goes back to my point of how society has made us feel about our spiritual experiences and spiritual existence and the second time was actually the night before my dad died so my dad was in hospital and I came down to London to grab some stuff for one night. He was meant to be being discharged, which he was, um, the following day for to come home and be where he wanted to be. But I needed to go down to London to grab some things because I didn't have any stuff. And I needed to go to one of my best friend Thea's weddings because I wanted to go. And in the middle of the night I woke up, must have been around 3, 4, 3.30, I can't remember. I woke up in the middle of the night And I felt like something was in my room, you know, when you just have a feeling like someone's in your room. Not in a scary way, but just I felt like a presence was in my room. And I looked, I sat up and I looked to the corner of my room and I could see my dad as a sort of almost like a hologram. So the hologram look of my dad standing in the corner of my room, just smiling at me. And obviously I was not scared at all because it was my dad and he was smiling and it was such an unscary experience. And I remember looking at him and smiling back and thinking oh hi dad. And then I rolled over and went back to sleep and as I was rolling over I remember thinking oh god that's probably not a good sign because at this point he was technically alive. And sure enough he sadly passed away the next day. But That experience was 100% real to me and was, again, in the physical world. I saw it with my eyes. I, you know, sat up in bed. And when I spoke to a, you know, psychic and medium that I've worked with for years who's very, very well-known and renowned and very, very good at what she does, she said to me um, after my dad died, she said to me that, you know, your dad says he's going to come and see you in a dream again. And I was like, how the hell do you know that? And of course, you know, she was connecting to him. But the point was that I said, you know, I saw him after she'd said that. I said, you know, I saw him in my room just before he died. And she said, that's completely normal because energy can go between the two, you know, realities, the two dimensions, wherever those other dimensions are, we don't know, but can go between the two before people pass away it's very common for that to happen and because I was the only immediate family member who wasn't with my dad at home for that one night I obviously was connected to him and he came to say goodbye to me essentially whilst I was sleeping so it was such I mean those are two stories that were so bizarre to me and that you know and I can't I can't give any proof of them other than my word and that I was awake and that I saw these with my own eyes and I experienced them both with my own eyes and they're something that will really stay with me both of them for the rest of my life and I think it's really interesting you know and it's like Anna said it was an experience that she will never forget that really changed the way she thought of things saw things and that she can't really describe except that it was just so incredible and peaceful And those are exactly how I felt when I had mine. And it brings me back onto the topic of allowing ourselves to be open to these experiences. You know, I think so often we get scared of connecting, you know, to something else because it's unknown to us. And a lot of, (laughs) sadly, a lot of societal things will say, you know, that's crazy or that's scary or, you know it's this or that and put lots of labels on it when the reality is it's an energetic experience and when you have those, whether it's with an angel like Anna or loved ones like me, it's so far from scary and it really does change your perception of all that forever because you've actually experienced those experiences and you can't can't take that back. So for me, it was really that confirmation of knowing that although I have no idea where they are, where their energy has gone, I am 100% unwavering and sure that they are still somewhere. And that's brought me a lot of comfort and a lot of hope in times of you know, despair and grief. The other thing that Anna said, which I love, and I truly believe myself, and I teach this to clients, is that we all have an intuition. It's not for the special few. We are all born with one.
1: For everyone, we have it. It's just that we don't always recognize it. So we all have a gut instinct. We all know when something feels really right, doesn't it? You know, we always go like, that feels really right in my gut. Or, oh my goodness, I really just wanted to get the heck out of there. Mm -hmm. That's the same thing. But we often, when we're asking questions about our own lives, or we're saying, oh, angels, please help me, you know, give me guidance we always go, oh, that's not the same thing. But it is, because it's the same voice of love. It's that same confirmation. It's our intuition. It's that um, instinct that we have. That is a major way that they talk to us.
0: I find the whole um, intuition belief, the belief around having an intuition or not having an intuition, almost like a paradox. It's really, really opposing in terms of everyone will always refer to, you know, that gut feeling intuition or woman's intuition or you know, I just knew, I just had a feeling. But then when you talk about actually consciously tapping into that as a tool, a lot of people resist it and don't believe that they can. So this is something that I want to talk to you guys about today and to give you a starting tool and tip to be able to start to listen to your intuition more and tap into it. So one of the One of the four pillars that I teach in my one-to-one coaching is intuition. It's one of the month's themes coming up in my monthly membership because intuition is so, so, so important. And what I mean by that is actually consciously using it as the tool, as the inner compass, as the guidance that it's there for. You know, your intuition can help you steer clear of a bad situation, you know, get out of a relationship you shouldn't be in, not take a job that's not right for you, It can help you equally do the things that are right for you. So know what is. Know what person is, you know, correct in that thing for you. Know what job is correct. Know what path you're meant to be on. Even, you know, be very helpful in terms of actually just saving you in terms of safety. I mean, you've all heard stories of how, you know, people in massive, massive sort of global crises, whether it's been... You know, the 9-11 or whether it was like not getting on a bus that day or whether it was Senna, the famous race car driver who famously was documented saying before he got into the crash that killed him that day. I just don't feel like I should get in the car that day. I don't feel like I should get in the car today. That is your intuition working at its finest. It's very sadly, he didn't listen to his. But the point is, is that the more we listen to it, first of all, the more that it answers. So... The more we close it off and ignore it, then the harder it is for it to, for us to hear it. So we have to be really open to listening to it to start off with, being open to the messages that it's trying to give us. And you can decide if you know if you want your intuition to be from your inner guidance, your higher self, then that's amazing. And it can be. If you want your intuition to be your connection with your angels or the divine or God or whatever you'd like to call it, the universe. It can also be. So, have that relationship with your intuition for you. But whatever it is, it's guidance for the highest good and it is your internal compass. So, talking about how to tap into it, these are the things I want to give you today. Like I said, the first point to remember is that the more you listen, the more it answers. So, don't deny and say no, you know, shut it off every time your intuition comes up. Don't, you know, cut that off because that's when it doesn't come up as often the more you listen the more you say oh okay I'm going to try that because my intuition was guiding me to it the more you will tap into your intuition so listen and the second thing is a little tool that I'd like to give you today is to understanding how your body connects to your intuition and how the different feelings in your body can tell you something intuitively so a simple exercise you can do is simply closing your eyes you know, taking a deep breath in, so you can do that with me now, okay, wherever you are, you can do it now, so closing your eyes, taking a deep breath in through your nose, and out through your mouth, and stating out loud after me, body, please show me a clear yes. and once you've stated that just notice what feelings what sensations in your body come up and in what part so what does a yes within your body feel like it could be something in your stomach something in your heart your chest something in your head your eyes your mouth you know it's completely different for everyone no intuition is the same it's not a um you know an instruction box in a manual like here's your intuition for christmas this is how you use it It's very unique to the person. So notice how yours communicates with you. So do that exercise. Say that out loud. Body, please show me a clear yes. And notice the sensations of what comes up. Then after you've noticed the sensations, say out loud, thank you. And then you want to repeat the same but for a no. So you simply say, know relaxing taking a deep breath with your eyes closed so you can fully notice the sensations and not have any distractions say body please show me a clear no and then notice what comes up for no what is the subtle difference how does that change where does that lie in your body what sensation comes up now where is it how has it moved and once you've noticed it then say thank you again out loud And that's just a really simple exercise that you can do. You can practice this every day and notice more and more and more. The more you practice it, the easier it will be to connect to the different sensations in your body and to notice them. So that when they actually come up, when you're wanting guidance on something or you're trying to find an answer within yourself for something you need, then it will be more obvious to you because you have already connected to that. You've already tried to practice. So that's one little tool for connecting to your intuition that I would recommend you start doing so you can really delve into it. You know, you will never follow your own inner voice until you can clear up the doubts in your mind. That's what Roy T. Bennett said, and it's so true. It's also about distinguishing the difference between our ego-fearful monkey mind voice and our still, self-assured calmness of our intuition. And that is the real difference, in that our ego mind... That fearful-based voice in our mind that tells us, you know, we're doing wrong or we're not good enough. All those fear-based stories it runs. It's always running on fear, that voice. Your intuition, your higher self, your soul's guidance is calm and full of love. It's not something that's going to make you feel fearful. So that's a really good distinguishing point and something to really, really think about. You know, our bodies really do have five senses. You know, they have touch, smell, smell taste, sight, hearing, but not to be overlooked are the senses of our souls, you know, our intuition, foresight, empathy, trust and peace. And the differences between people that like to use their senses, most people don't know anything about the inner senses, while a few people rely on them just as they rely on their physical senses, and in fact, probably more. And this is something we all need to start tapping into. Don't just only use half of your superpowers you know half of your senses of your body just the touch smell taste sight hearing and overlook the senses of your soul you know that inner compass that foresight that empathy that intuition because those really are superpowers and like Anna said we've all been given them we've all come here with an intuition it's just that the world And all the logic of the world sort of puts layers on top of that and makes us forget it. And so it's up to us to open it back up again and start to trust it. So just opening yourself up to trusting your own inner guidance, to just starting to listen to that inner guidance and that intuition, and opening yourself back up to the possibility of those experiences that Anna and I were talking about earlier, that can happen. Just opening yourself up to the idea that you may be open to those experiences or just to the fact or thought that those experiences are available and possible when we open our minds up to them and of course just trusting and following your intuition and just remembering that the reality is is that there is a voice that doesn't use words so just start to listen. Hope you enjoyed this week's reflections my next guest on the podcast later this week is the incredible Dr Dennis Harness who was one of the world's leading and most renowned Vedic astrologers he is so knowledgeable on this has been doing it for decades and I can't wait to bring you all his knowledge and experience and insights into a really really ancient craft so stay tuned and I'll see you next time I hope you enjoy